Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes. But there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. And now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott and Mary. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott, and with me, as always, my co-host, Mary. Mary! We can be heard on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Make sure you like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, no new friends Podcast at Yahoo.com. Dot com And we're always looking for sponsors and supporters. You can do that by clicking on the link in the episode description. I've been having a bunch of computer problems today. This is like the fourth attempt to try to record. So we're going to see how the audio goes. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe it'll be terrible. It's totally but... fine that I had nothing to do today. <laughs> I know. I've wasted four attempts. It's I've fine. wasted three hours of your time today. By the time this is done, I will have wasted three hours of your day. Well, but the good news is, is in between the tries, I've been watching documentaries. So it's oh, good, okay. good. We were supposed to have a guest on today. Uh, he was ready to go, but again, the computer problems. So he'll be on next week. Now, actually, it was fine though. We spent quality time together roasting you for about thirty minutes. Oh, well, of which course, was and and that's and that's time. and that's what Miguel Colon Jr. does. Is he he <laughs> roasts me? So no surprise. Next week we're going to have Miguel Colon Jr. Uh, host of Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1, which can be heard Monday through Thursday between uh, 9 and 10 p.m., also on iHeart and Spotify. And I uh, was a guest host uh, tonight. I'm uh, sorry, Wednesday night. Yeah, tonight and Thursday night. Talked a little bit about the Look podcast, my poor parenting, uh, drinking stories. It's 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 all uh, it's all under one. So you just there. talked about your day to day life. Pre- exactly. Fine. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. Speaking of parenting, we are in now. Like how how long have we been doing this podcast? Four weeks. I'm now? pretty sure we're. I, in, in eternity. Yeah. So Abby it's, still has not lost her damn tooth yet. I I find this very hard to believe. Honestly, when it comes out, I think you should burn this one. I know you like I know. to keep them, but there's got to be some weird witchery, tomfoolery involved with this tooth. Like yeah, she, the tooth made a deal with the devil. I don't right. know. There's something going so, on that I can't quite figure out. And she went to the dentist to just go get a cleaning. And the dentist was like, no, the, she's got this loose tooth. We can't do the cleaning until it comes out. So we're going to numb her and pull it out real quick. And she lost her ever-loving mind for for someone who wants this tooth to come out so much, she was like kicking and screaming. So the doctor, the dentist finally said, well, she's going to have to come back in two weeks. If it hasn't fallen out yet, we're going to have to put her under to pull out this baby tooth. Listen, this is, this is where the problem lies. She's been through it with this tooth. It's almost like when you try to open a pickle jar and you can't quite do it, but then some, someone comes along and just opens it. And then you're like, I, I loosened it up for you. But exactly. Thank you for taking exactly. that. That's that's where we're at. Yeah, I I, I don't really I don't know sorry. what else to do. And and 
Sunday night, you know, I mean, this thing is like, it can go completely perpendicular to her gum when she pushes it with her tongue. It, it's the strangest thing that this thing hasn't fallen out yet. It's just the power of Satan holding on to it at this point. <laughs> right. How was, how was your weekend? You you started watching the uh, NCAA tournament. Yes. Okay. So I found out that I like basketball this weekend and I know okay. that sounds odd, you know, thir- I made Welcome it 33 years. Yeah. And it's actually funny how it happened. Flipping through channels, I just got out of the shower, kind of doing that, trying to figure out what I'm going to wear for the day. Flipping through channels, it stopped on basketball, and I was like, all right, whatever. And I heard them call a basket a field goal, and yeah. that's where it started for me. I was like, this can't be right. What do the people in football think about this? <laughs> it's not even, like, I feel like there's no field. I need to know more. And then they said the term double-double. And I was like, toil and trouble? What is this? What does that mean? So I was sucked in immediately, researching, asking anybody. I need answers. I need answers now. It, it, um, it probably in your household, it probably looked like it looks like for me on draft day, NBA draft or NFL draft. I have two computers in front of me, a newspaper, a pad because I've done my <laughs> predictions, my phone, and I, I, it looks like a war room. It looks like I'm actually making these draft picks, and that's probably <laughs> that's what I picture your living room like because no, you so, have all these computers doing research. No, look. So here's the thing, though, is I I don't have a team. There's no team that I root for, and so. I would just pick the underdog out of the two and then get overly invested in the outcome. Okay. Like to a point that's probably not healthy. So, so this is a great this is a great year for the for you then to get into basketball if your strategy is root for the underdog because we're well, yeah, so many I don't upsets. have a team. Um well in what what upset me <laughs> was the only team that I actually maybe had a little bit of stock in was Rutgers because right. Uh, you know, I have family members that went there and, and they my lost. dad also went to Rutgers. Um, they lost. And when they lost, I kid you not, I threw a glass, like I threw a cup across the living room because I was so pissed off. I was so pissed wow. off. Wow. No, I, I don't even know these people. I also <laughs> learned. <laughs> so now I, you understand what I go through during when, football. Yes, season. I get, I, it's not like I didn't understand your passion. I have okay. passion about things, but this is a whole nother level for me because the game moves so quickly. And I mean that you could blow a 12 point lead in 40 seconds. Like, and yeah. that's almost what happened. Yeah. And I just, I, was, yeah. I was beside myself. Um, and also I didn't realize that. So I was watching the game and I was like, he's look how tiny he is little guy. Like one of the players I was like, is your dad going <laughs> to take you guy. to McDonald's? Like after <laughs> this game, you are tiny. And then I found out he was six feet tall. Right. Everyone else was just much taller, which is sure. very hard sure. for me to wrap my mind around because I'm 5'2 on a good day. Yeah. So um, that was also an experience for me. So I'm very excited uh, to see where my love for the game goes. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, you know, and maybe I'll like just pick a team and be like, this is my team. That's kind what I was like going to ask. Have you, have you picked a team like like Loyola not, Chicago? No, I mean, yet. they're the well, either them see, or Oral we Roberts. talked about that. Yeah, I I don't know yet. I can't settle on one yet. I okay. just I'm going to need to. I need well, a season to figure myself out. Or you could just root for Florida State your, uh, to support your boys team um, because they're still around the thing. as of Tuesday. But they're not a real underdog. Well, they they will be. They will be against Michigan. They're playing Mich- Michigan. Michigan tore it up last night. Yeah, Michigan's like, that good. Was, insane but lsu didn't they put up a fight though like it was oh yeah Yeah. at the end of the first half i was like i can't move i'm just gonna be here 
if anybody needs me watching this because <laughs> it was so like it was very very entertaining anywho so did that have a new love for men's basketball apparently um, and then i decided that i would like to purge all of my things because i own too much shit okay um, and how did that go and, at one point, Scott, if someone would have knocked on my front door, I would have looked like a psychopath, much like yourself <laughs> and your child, Steve. Oh, my God. I was sitting in one of my old ballet tutus. I had my high school cheerleading top on, and I was just surrounded by all of the crap from my childhood and also, like, my trophies. So I was essentially sitting Were you in trying to relive your glory days? I don't know. I just, I went, one, first of all, I guess I wanted to see if they still fit. And um, they do. So I was very excited. Yep. So fun facts. But, and then I, it, it was a shrine to me. I was sitting in. And then I had some things from the kids when they were growing up that, you know, I just don't want to get rid of yet. Sure. Uh, like, you know, first pair of little shoes, outfits they wore home from the hospital. Um, you know, baby teeth. I don't, and baby teeth, umbilical cords. I don't know. <laughs> like, what else do you keep? But I really, there can't, there was a turning I'm sure point, I do have the, the little piece, That's you know, the, when the belly button no. fell out. I'm sure I put that oh in their baby book. I, I, I just <laughs> need a minute with that one. Um, but so I started out with eight bins and boxes. So I, it was quite a lot of stuff. And I reduced it down to two. Okay. And to me, that is fantastic. I got rid of so much shit. But Part of me, it was hard. Like, I almost felt sad, you know, because I had my cheerleading trophies and, you know, I had a little stint in softball back in the day, like when I was young, young. And then, you know, my 1997 science award trophy and like my little, just stuff Wait, like that. Wait, hold on. Your 1997 science award trophy. What was that Damn for? Damn right. Um, I don't exactly remember. I think it was, I got Was like, it a participation score. trophy or was no, it like, did it you was actually like, win something? No, it was like the award. Okay. Like one student won like a reading award or right. a science. Like that's how it went. But I Wait, don't know. What, what grade were you in in 1997? I believe the fourth grade. Oh, goodness. Okay. So I've, it may have I, been the fifth grade. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, I won the science fair every year uh, because my mom did my project for me. That's wonderful. And, uh, uh huh. Yep. And that's good parenting, I think. Of course, yes. It 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 taught me to be a very uh, I don't know. It just taught me to be enabled in my uh, yeah. In my, my dad adult built years. my my dad built my sister an entire water filtration system <laughs> in a fish tank for the the science fair one year. He didn't do that for me. It's like we talked about before. Once you yeah. get to the second one, you're on your own, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was really hard to let go of some of that stuff, and it, a lot of the things were just like birthday cards that I got, things like that. But what's the timeline of how long you keep it? How long are you supposed to keep that? You're, you're asking it, the wrong person. I've got a whole storage facility, uh, our whole storage unit full of just stuff from high school awards. So you uh, just don't get rid of it. Yeah. And, so and I've got to go I clean it out. I just threw away all of my stuff because I thought I needed to get rid of it. But I all I needed to do was build a facility for it. <laughs> I can sell tickets. <laughs> well, look, that worked for someone else that we knew who uh, hoarded cars and built a museum. That you is know? true. Um, I don't know if we have the uh, financial, <laughs> the same financial level as uh, that particular right, human, right. but we do have great morals and that's all that matters. Yes, yes, um. we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> 
how are getting your kids you got your kids back after your long birthday yes I did how did that Uh, go it was nice it was very refreshing to have them back I missed them a lot um they're just so adorable sometimes 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 when they're sleeping when they're sleeping. No, that is my favorite though, is when they're just like a little sleepy, but not all the way. Um, so Grayson takes medication at night, uh, to help him sleep. And after that medication has kind of processed, he's almost like a little drunk person, like trying to find (laughs) his way around the house, which I find adorable. Like he's like, just point me to my bed. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Um, this morning though, great story. He, uh, driving him to school and, I look back and he's got his hoodie on, sunglasses, and his mask. Okay. He's like, all right, we're riding into the elementary school Unabomber style. This right, is what we're doing. Right. This is what we're here for. You know what? That's fine. And so <laughs> they should all aspire to be someone. They should. Um, oh no! So <laughs> we we pull up, and at his particular school, they check his check his temperature, and then, then help him get out of the car, and he you know goes into class. Well, he took his sunglasses off and put them in his pocket as we were pulling up. And he said, Mommy, I put my glasses in my pocket. If they ask, I'm going to say, don't worry about it. And I was like, I don't. Mind your own business. Yeah, it's fine. That sounds fine. So the lady (laughs) opens up the door, starts to take his temperature, and he goes, there's nothing in my pocket. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Pops out of the car and just struts into school. And I was like, I just... I'm waiting to see what that uh, note in the planner is going to sure, look like sure. um, today. He's going all so, gangsta. I don't, yeah, I mean, I wish I had as, as much clout as this kid. Like he, yeah. who around the world, goose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I, it's I, Halloween, it's nice. God damn it. I know. <laughs> I love that kid. It's we, Halloween, God damn it. You, you need yeah. to have a, 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 a book of all of his isms and all of his sayings. Oh, this kid. God yeah, bless. There's no more snacks. <laughs> Shit, the snacks are gone. It, the thing is, is though, a lot of these things, I don't know if he gets from me or if he just picks it up from he probably, know, like TV look, they, and stuff. Yeah, I, TV, school. They pick up worse stuff at school than anything. He did ask me to draw him a Spider-Man. Um, okay. And maybe I'll post that to our Facebook because... Even I couldn't keep a straight face when I looked at it. Like it looked like it had no neck. Um, it did have a spider on its chest, which he found acceptable. Okay. Uh, so it's on the fridge. Um, I'll take a picture. He give you of it, a grade maybe. for it? No, he was just very supportive of me trying, and that was really nice. You tried, mom. That's all that matters. Basically, I got my gold star. It was very nice. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we are going to take a stroll down memory lane and discuss hospitality horror stories. Dun, dun, dun. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. If you're looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, 
downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at NickyTPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. Make sure you like us on Facebook, No New Friends podcast. You can email us, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. Also, message support us. Just click on the link in the message description. Now, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be kind of transitioning the show a little bit. Mary and I both have a hospitality background. And so we really want to kind of go back to our roots a little bit, talk a little bit more about hospitality, mostly funny stories, but also maybe some advice and maybe get some uh, some local restaurants or, or other small businesses onto the show to kind of promote what they have going on. So I'm very excited about that. Other Another exciting announcement coming next week. But don't forget, on Friday, we're going to have Mikel, Miguel Colon Jr. from Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1. And then also, if you tune into that show tonight and tomorrow night, that's Wednesday, Thursday, I make a guest appearance on it, and it's very, very funny. Mary, uh, you and I worked together, and we did one of my one of my favorite hospitality stories. Oh God, I, I think I know where you're going oh, with I, this I, one. You probably do, and you're so butt sore by it, Mary. As you can tell by the picture uh, of our Facebook profile picture, Mary is a very attractive woman. Why, and thank you. You're welcome. And the concept that we worked in was very much all about the, uh, the physical look of their bartenders. And Mary was one of my managers doing a lot of marketing. And our CEO was in the building. And we're, we're sitting down with our director of operations and myself. And Mary walks in after just doing some uh, hitting the pavement, trying to market the restaurant and says, huh. She could be a bartender. And I'm like, yeah, you're about to promote her to general manager or another location, by the way. Yeah, uh, that, that felt good, you know, uh, to not be taken seriously for three seconds of my <laughs> life. Just kidding. Happens all the time. You know where I thought you were going to go with that? Where's That's that? not what I thought you were going to bring up. I thought you were going to bring up uh, when I was the GM of the other location uh-huh. and you were the GM of the other location. Uh-huh. And you needed ranch dressing. Oh, God, yes. And I came in to save the day. Right. And offered up two gallons of ranch dressing. Now, yep. um, to anyone who does not know me, I hate ranch dressing. I loathe entirely. However, I do make a slight exception to the rule if it's ranch dip. So, like, the powder and sour cream. Shout out to my boy Dave Rogan for introducing that to me. Okay. Anyways walking out, being the best, best friend I could be with the two gallons of ranch and one slips <laughs> and blows up all over me. All over and all you. Scott does is laugh <laughs> while I'm dry heaving, covered in rent. Who? I still. You still but, have PTSD. I think I have a picture from that. <laughs> I couldn't even clean it up. Like I tried to like move the broken gallon and I couldn't because right. it was 
that awful. Uh, (laughs) I will, uh, you know, it was, it was fun watching you work because you're so sweet, fun, loving Mary. And I'll, I'll never forget. It was a Friday or Saturday night. I was the general manager of, of that location. And I happened to be off that night and I had my kids and I was dropping off jello so we could make jello shots. And all I was doing was just trying to ask, hey, where, where are the managers at? And they're like, well, they're both on the line. So I guess someone went and told you, hey, Scott's looking for you, whatever. And you come barreling out the door and you're like, we're a little bit in the weeds. It, or if something, you like snapped at me like I was like going, hey, where's our managers? Why aren't they doing anything? And I was just like, no, I just wanted to hand this to you. So I come back in the kitchen. I'm in like flip-flops, bathing suit probably. And Mary looks at me and the other manager is standing right there and not going to mention his name. She says, this guy, just absolutely no awareness, zero awareness. We are sinking. And it's <laughs> um, Okay. So let me just circle back with some details of that story. One, it was the 4th of July. And mm-hmm. if anybody knows anything about the 4th of July, the particular type of food that our restaurant specialized in. It was in barbecue. We can say it was barbecue. barbecue. Okay. It, it, obviously, tons of to-go orders. Uh Flood. It wasn't necessarily we had so many people in the building. We just had so many to go orders that I mean, we had our butts in the air. Just like yeah. it was, it was intense. And I snapped, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <It's all laughs> but good. you came trotting back into the kitchen so nonchalantly, like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" <laughs> yeah. and, like, Oops. screens full. <laughs> But I am sorry I snapped at you. For the most part, I don't turn into a tiny tyrant. Um, no, no, not always. Just when it's, when it's every, really bad. Yeah, every now and then it would yeah. happen. I think that, especially at that uh, brand that we worked with, I think I had the most challenges with uh, the roles I took on. So I started yeah. out as a you know, just operations manager and then became a GM. And I can't tell you the amount of times I had the we want to speak to a manager. Uh-huh. And so I show up and they're like, no, honey, the manager. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, my name's on the building. So like, like literally I, your name is on the my building. My name was literally on the building. Also, here's my card. What right. else can I do with you? Uh, I had one table, particularly at the higher volume location that I was at. They were super drunk, which would happen at that particular location a lot. And they got cut off which was a great job by my bartender. I want to talk to a manager. Their food comes out. All of this is, you know, garbage. We don't want this. We want alcohol. I was like, all right, look, friends, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Uh, Maybe (laughs) some food. Let's see where this goes. We're not paying our tab. And I was like, oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. If you'd like me to go get it for you, I will. We want to speak to the manager. Hello, this is me. This Um, is me. So this, we went back and forth a couple of times. They finally decided to pay their tab, but then they all dumped their waters on the ground as they walked out, which was, you know, they kind of won in the end. I don't know. We got their money either way. Um, So I don't know. It may have been a draw, but that was definitely a horror story. It's funny to me when when I would get called out to a table to deal with something and they would have undercooked chicken. And for those of you who don't know, undercooked chicken can be very, very dangerous. Like chicken is one of the most dangerous foods you can consume if it's not. Forget blowfish. Be yeah, afraid forget of blowfish. chicken. <laughs> forget blowfish and traditional landfish. It's the chicken you got to worry about. So I'll go to a table that has had undercooked chicken and 
I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, this is like a big deal to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And like, no, it's, it's no big deal. Just throw it back on the grill. We'll take it back. Okay. Wow. Thanks for being understanding, even though we almost wow, killed like, you. We tried to kill you. It's fine. Right. Very next table gets hot pissed off because we forgot their tomato. And it's a simple solution. I just bring out a new tomato. No, they want the whole thing recooked because at this point in their wait for the tomato, the 20 second wait for the tomato, now their food has gone cold. And everyone needs to eat together. And everyone needs that, to yes. eat together. And so now their entire dining experience is ruined and they want everything comped Yes, over a goddamn tomato. Meanwhile, I almost killed the person right next to them with the undercooked chicken. It's true. Okay. Tomato. All right. Look, okay. So when I was, (laughs) here's a story of how I almost killed a whole bar full of people. (laughs) Um, So when I was uh, a senior in high school, maybe a freshman in college, I was a bartender at a very fine seafood restaurant. Um, okay. I, don't think, I think there's two of them left. Um, okay. So on certain days of the week, we had a special where margaritas were like two bucks, but we would mass batch them because we got our asses handed to us during that time. There was always two of us that worked the bar in the bar area. And so we came in, you know, we're doing prep. And I saw that there was a pretty high amount of liquid in the, the typical uh, pour spout that we would use. And um, not pour spout, but you know what I mean. And save it. What, what is it called? I'm so out of touch now. The thing the that you jigger? pour it with. The no, jigger? not the jigger. Anywho, okay. So I thought I tin? heard her say that, no, when you're mass batching drinks. I don't know. It's a, well, you put a pour, not a pour spout, but you know what I mean? With like juice and stuff like that. What mixers. What is that called? Cambro? I forgot. I don't know. Not a Cambro. That's a. Uh, anyways, so I thought she said it has triple suck in it, meaning I needed to put the tequila in. Mm-hmm. I misheard her. She had, in fact, said that it just needed triple sack. Oh no! So I Oops. basically gave a whole bar alcohol poisoning <laughs> because I doubled. The, te- the all all tequila and sour mix is what these poor people got. Oh and my gosh! It was the first time in my career I've ever had somebody say this drink is too strong. <laughs> <laughs> From like a happy hour special, this drink is too strong, ma'am. I'm gonna need uh, liquor variance was a little rough that week. Also. Yeah, um, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, um, another time I almost killed someone. I hit it an older gentleman in the face with two steaming hot baby lobster pastas ooh, literally split ooh. his eyebrow open. Wow. Uh, yeah. Here's my fault. It, it was my fault, but here's the deal. It was a big tray and I lost balance and it just mm. flew right into his freaking face. He was right, very nice right. about it though. He's like, it's just a little blood. It's fine. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> it's but a flesh wound. It's but a flesh wound. <laughs> Do you remember uh, there was a Saturday morning that I was the opening manager and you were the mid manager, I believe, and everybody called out. And it was I do. you and me. I was, that was on the, the grill. original Scott and Mary show. That was, yeah, that was the start of the Scott from. and Mary show. Oh, we had, we had, we had a, a cook named Wood. He was the only one there. So he ran grill. I ran the, like the, the cook expo and you ran the fry pantry area. Correct. 
that was, that was an interesting day. We just gave the wood was a real one, man. We gave the shift. We gave Jesus the shift. <laughs> we just we we turned that shift right on over. <laughs> yeah, we did. I I don't know if you remember at that specific location. I love it when you miss read when your pop is going to be and you Ugh. make cuts prematurely and that would happen at that location all oh, the time i feel like it was on purpose like yeah. they all would wait outside yep. until yep. they saw employees exit the building they're like yeah. let's get them but i feel Go. like that was almost at every location i don't know if it was just the type of food that we were serving and and the clientele that it brought out or, or what it was but it, the lunch rush like by two o'clock it'd be like okay it, we're done so mm -hmm. you'd cut everybody and then all of a sudden you get this weird three o'clock pop or like Correct. dinner is supposed to start at five, five thirty, but you'd get this weird four thirty pop and you have like one server on and one cook. And then mm -hmm. it's this weird pop and it's, it's, you can't, you can't get it under control. There's no, it, it just snowballs. Yeah. From there. And then, because the, then as soon as somebody walks in the door, you're like, oh, I need you come help. Yeah. Help. And then they, they get quadruple sat. It's like, here. You're on. Uh, they have eight tables, so now you get the next six. You're, You're going to have to catch up in the rotation. Come on. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, I did have, so I also did a tenure, a very long tenure, at a restaurant in CityWalk, and a very, very high-volume restaurant. Yes, you did. And so we did things, I mean, very analog, very antiquated systems, but it worked. Um, so when we were on a wait, we physically wrote down names. Took down the time they arrived, gave them a quote, wrote down what time they should come back, and off they went if there was any special request. Wait times would get up to over two hours. Sure, and people would sure. do it. They would do it. But they didn't have, I guess, when you're at a theme park, you lose all concept of time. Yes. That's what I truly believe. Because there would be people that would check in. Like, hey, we got a party at 12. Uh, how long is that going to be? Well, if you all want to sit together in a row. It's going to be about 120 minutes, two right, hours. Right. All right. Well, we'll go walk around. We'll be right back. Ten minutes later, they're like, so how's it looking? You got anything <laughs> for me? Or they ask, well, will they you think like you maybe misquote them because there's maybe no way that it'll mistake. be 120 minutes. Yeah. Maybe you made a mistake. There's, well, and sometimes I could see it in their eyes. Uh, <laughs> and this is just me as a manager popping out to the area where we take the names when we start flipping through sheets of names and then they're right. like oh i see <laughs> i see what's happening here um or they would ask if they could use the bathroom of course mm -hmm. go right in and they see one to two open tables that right. you know are that the, were like for a two top or a four top yeah, and they're like <laughs> why can't we have this one? <laughs> there's 12 of you or but even if it was just a four top we'll say well i I see tables open all over. Yes, you see that line of people right there? They're on their way to those tables. I, I wish I could explain it to you. I feel like there needs to be a guest education class when a guest is coming into the restaurant. Like, Almost like, yeah, like when rides, when they have right. like the pre-prep video. Exactly. Of like, Just yes. because you see an open table doesn't mean it's ready to be sat. That server <laughs> may not be there yet. Oh, uh, I love, I love, I, you know, I used to work in fast food and it, it blew Ooh, my that mind. experience I've never uh, had the from the other side. The worst. So there would be a long drive through line, like wrapped around the building. So then you'd get someone who was going to do drive through but decided instead, oh, it's probably going to be faster inside. 
No, it's never faster inside because the priority is to the drive-through. So if the drive-through mm-hmm. line is long, there's probably something going on and you're not gonna, you're you, like, you didn't beat the system by coming inside. I don't know. <laughs> I had something awkward happen to me the other day that I wanna I, I get your advice about when we come back. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. This time, the No New Friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters. Chris Kelahar, thank you for being a supporter of the No New Friends podcast. You too can be a supporter. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month, can support the No New Friends podcast. What this does is goes towards new equipment, marketing, and other operating expenses. Support today. And again, thank you, Chris Kelahar. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast. Please make sure you like, follow, share us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us if you'd like to ask us a question or maybe sponsor us, whatever. No New Friends Podcast at yahoo.com. And then you can always message and support us by clicking on the message or support link in the episode description. Now, I played golf last week on Friday. And so you were day drinking. I was day drinking. Yeah. And I've okay. actually I behaved myself lately and I did I am very proud of you. But also I had to I was playing in Castleberry and I live in Winter mm-hmm. Garden. So that's like a little bit outside of my drinking my, range. My, <laughs> my drinking range, my my comfort level when it comes to testing how how good I can drink and drive, which oh, by the way, we do we not never, support we do we not support drinking nope. and driving. Take whatsoever. an Uber. Yep. Take buzz Uber. drinking is drunk. Uh, buzz driving is drunk driving. There you go. You got it. That sounds good. I I purchased beer before our round started and the bartender wasn't there yet. So just the, the, the golf pro was able to help us out. So we stopped at the back nine or stopped at the clubhouse on the back nine so that I could just get a couple more beers to get me through the back nine, whatever. So I walk in. Yeah. Hydration. Exactly. So I walk in and I, I recognize the bartender and I'm like, huh, well, that's interesting. So I take was it couple- one of those? Where do I know you from? No, 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 no. It was. It was. If it's her, I know exactly who it is. But I know that she had a job that she was very proud of in the past, and and I was like, why is she bartending? But anyway, I I walk closer and I'm looking for the name tag because once I see the name tag, then I can confirm. Because what are the chances of someone looking like who I think it is and having the same name? Sure enough, it it's that person. So now this is someone that I. I dated for uh, a, a couple months, like eight years ago, and I mean, not just dating. Was it that long? It wasn't that long ago. Well, I mean, I've I've been married. I, I've been with with Rachel for gosh, since 2016, so five years, and I dated this person two years, so seven years ago. I dated her two years before I started. I just dating feel Rachel. like we talked about this particular person if it is who I think it is. Well, yeah, because there was a couple different situations. And, yeah. and this is how small of a town Orlando is. I mean, or, Orlando is like the smallest big town because yeah. you can't go anywhere without knowing someone. And funny story, this person who I dated and may have had some, you know, sexual relations with is like your ex-husband's No, 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 no. It's listen, no, it's a long 
line. Long of, line. Yeah, but it still circles back to me, which right. we've ma- we figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you were having some cigs and right. Diet Coke right. behind a right. restaurant one day. Right. But okay, so did she acknowledge your presence? Did she physically serve you the beer? She physically served me the beer. Yes. Did she say, what up, Scott? Like, No, because I wasn't wearing a name tag, and I was able to hide behind the anonymity of my mask. Okay, and, I don't want to so be rude she. here, but okay. how many like people have the same bald head well, as I was you? Wearing, I, was like, wearing a ba- I was wearing a hat. Oh. Yeah. So, like, oh. really, the only reference is, you know, from, from the top of my nose to the brim of my hat. Did you blink very quickly, continuously, <laughs> so she couldn't catch what your eyes actually yeah, I know, like? right? I'm no. But here's the thing is I definitely recognized her and I don't know if she recognized me. And so I didn't, I was like, okay, should I say something or or not? I mean, this was a long time ago. It didn't end good. It didn't end bad. It just ended. Oh, see, I, I really like, should I just let her go about her business? Like, is there, what is to gain from taking off my yeah. mask and saying, Hey, I don't know. Like, how do I even a- approach that subject? Like, Hey, like, so-and-so, do you know who I am? Like, no, we, I wouldn't go that route. I'd be like, hey, it's, hey, name, it's, it's Scott. How are you? That's the route you go. Right. But, uh, but I'm like, assuming you did not choose that route. I did not choose that route you at all. Away. I ran you away. Ran I got away. my, I got my beer and I continued on the back nine and I went out to, and my, my brother-in-law was there. And I was like, hey, I slept with the bartender. And he's like, and he's right like now? now, and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. of course not. Like seven years ago, and he's like, okay. He's like, well, did you say cool. anything? I'm like, no. Should I have? Like, I don't know. It just, I feel weird about that it, because there's a whole thing with the masks. And what if she doesn't recognize me, or what if she does, and it's like now super weird, or like, I just. What if it's a doppelganger with the same name? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and the same height. I mean, this girl's like five foot nothing. And I'm like, That's I hilarious. just, I felt like it was just best to go along and, and just let her go along. There, there was nothing to gain from from that, you know, trip down memory lane, if you will. And the because of, of COVID or whatever, they weren't issuing receipts. So I didn't tip her. So I'm like, oh, crap. So on the way out, we finished golf, and I'm like, I'm going to take another another go of this, another go of the awkwardness. And I'm like, Double hey. dipped. I, I'm like, hey, I didn't tip you uh, when I stopped before the back nine. So can I get a water and add, like, a $5 tip? And she's like, oh, yeah, thanks. And that was it. I walked out again. Like, there was no I, interaction. Oh. Now, the last like, time I that I – I feel awkward for you. <laughs> I, I know, feel, right? I feel your – your pain. I know. Now, here. the last time I spoke to her was like a year after we dated, and it it ended really weird. Like she was just like, "Hey, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to do this, whatever." And really, no explanation other than like I don't have a set schedule as far as like work and and my kids and all that. So planning time was a little weird, and uh, because obviously I was a single single dad at the time. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, like, I guess she ran into you at an Easter event. Oh, and yeah. yeah. So then she like reaches out to me and this was like a year after we, we, we dated and she's like, yeah, I, I miss your face. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Um, what else do you miss? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, do you want to start hanging out again? And and she's like, well, yeah, maybe. And then I was like, okay, cool. When would you like to get together? And then you remember that old Saturday Night Live skit with Chris Tan Mango? Yes. Where Mango and was like, thought, oh, come yes. here, love the mango, yes. love the mango. No. And then when they when they were like, oh, I love the mango, he would, no. That yes. is what she, she would mango me. Like if I got... You know, excited about hanging out or whatever. I I got mangoed. I remember. So, yeah, it was really a tough time. And and she did that like when we were seeing each other, she would send me memes or whatever about like marriage and all that. And, And it was like, you know, it was casual, whatever. And then if I, if I answered in the affirmative, then it was like she backed off a little bit. It was really, really strange. So it's like, I, like I said, I, when I saw her, I was like, I don't, you know, I, I don't think it, 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 nothing good comes of that. So I, I'm, I, after I called you or after I texted you and told you, Hey, ran into someone, I, I call my wife and, and I tell her the story. And she's like, well, you should have said something and I, because I, I was like, so. I, what, what should I have done? And she's like, well, you should have said something. I mean, just like been a human and said, hello, right. how are she's you? Like, she's like, it's not like you're asking her to S your D you're just saying, hi, what's up? How's life? <laughs> What else comes with this beer? (laughs) Why would you think that that was so? No, she said, I know I would never, I didn't even think saying hi was, was okay. But she was like, yeah, you should have said hi. As long as, you know, certain phrases don't come out of your mouth. And I'm like, I guess, but you know, this is the hospitality industry. I mean, you know, once you're in it, you're in it and you know, people. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had my fair share of awkward situations and here's why I, by all means, I'm just awkward as a human. So I, this this is a daily occurrence for me, daily occurrence. Uh, I would like to tell you a tale of a very (laughs) dramatic, awkward, embarrassing, terrible situation. It's one of those things that wakes me up at 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh God, that really happened. (laughs) Right. Uh, So picture it, Sicily, 1923. (laughs) Um, No, this was probably. He had it coming. He had it coming. (laughs) I think this was probably at least six years ago. I was traveling for work, brand we worked with, uh, and I think I was in Greensboro or I was in Georgia, somewhere like that. And so the particular hotel I was staying at had like a little get together, like happy hour type of situation Nice in the lobby. It was really nice. They had appetizers, they had beer and wine. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go change into my yoga pants and, you know, t-shirt or hoodie and trot my way down and mix and mingle, have a couple glasses of cab and shimmy back up to my room. And so I did that. I had probably four glasses of cab and I wouldn't say it was too much, but it was just enough, you know, just enough. So I got, get into the elevator and there's a teenage boy, I would say around the age of 15. Okay. And the elevator with me. And we start, and I was on, I don't know, the sixth floor, something like that. And we'd start going. And he like is looking at me and asks, what team do you play for? And my four Cabernets decided to, res- I, I guess I thought he was asking me if I liked boys or girls. <laughs> and so I responded, I like dudes. Um, so you could imagine the sheer shock and um, 
confusion <laughs> on this poor child's face when he asked me what team I play for. And I said, I like dudes. He, he I don't thought know you were a softball was, player. He, I don't know if he thought I was hitting on him at that point or what was happening, but he very quickly exited at his floor. I went up, exited at my floor, and I was like, what the heck? Like, what a question. Oh, so Whatever. <laughs> so I go to bed, wake up the next morning, trot down for my continental breakfast, and lo and behold, oh, no. there's some sort of high school sporting tournament going on, and he legitimately wanted to know which team I was with. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I, it was very hard to explain at that point if I were to find him. Like, I wish I could have and been like, hello, sir, I'm actually 28 um, <laughs> and I don't play for any teams. And I'm really sorry that I gave you any emotional trauma that will put you in therapy later because I feel like that's what happened. Uh, oh, and I man. will never, ever, ever forget that moment or the look on his face when I said, I like dudes. I like dudes. And that is my awkward moment oh, for man. the day. It's it's rough. And it's hard to recover from. Right. I, I think yeah. that like, for me, I still haven't recovered from that. For me, also the short-term ones, like the really like quick, awkward run-ins with people. Like if you think somebody's saying hi to you, but it's not really you. Uh-huh. It's a person beside you. That happens right. very frequently to me. Yeah. Uh, most recently I was eating at a restaurant out on a patio. Uh -huh. And server was waiting on us and another table. Two tables, pops out, says, how is everything over here? And we had literally just got our food. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, it's great. And he wasn't talking to our table. <laughs> Don't you <laughs> hate that? Oh, man. And I was like, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's funny. I, life. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I have that where I, I think someone's waving at me and they're not, they're waving at someone else just, behind me. And you say, yeah. lovely day we're having. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or, or I think they're talking to me and yes. so I respond they're like, yeah, no. Oh, um, okay. That, oh, my brother. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. I, sorry. And then, and then it's you. So when, when we worked at the family entertainment center uh, together, mm -hmm. I was meeting one of the owners for the first time. This was like when I was still in training and all that. And I'm coming out the back door. He's coming in the back door. I'm like, hi, I haven't met you yet. My name's Scott. And I thought he was talking to me. So I continue talking. And then he says, he puts his finger up like to indicate, hold on. And then points to his ear because he's got his Bluetooth in. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happened to me. Different <laughs> though. So this is way worse, I feel like, because I didn't know this person. Um, I was at Target. Uh -huh. And I was looking at, it was leggings uh, and, you know, there's another lady probably just, I would say two feet away from me and she's looking at him and she has two in her hands. She's like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, uh, gray or black. And I was like, the black ones are really nice. <laughs> and she didn't even respond. And then I noticed that she had AirPods in and clearly was not oh. talking to me because then she continued on a conversation. <laughs> Um, and she did not select the black oh, ones, by man. the way. Last story. Uh. <laughs> Last story. So <laughs> Story time. Yeah. We're, with we're, why we need therapy. <laughs> when my ex-wife was pregnant with uh, with Darren, my oldest son, we're at like the baby store, or whatever, and we're we're picking out stuff, and and I like walked away and walked back, and all of a sudden I see her with pink socks, and I'm like, pink socks. <laughs> and then I hear off in the distance my ex-wife going, babe, 
And I looked next to me, and there was this terrified Spanish woman that I'm yelling at for picking out pink socks. <laughs> so those are your awkward moments for today. We're going to be back on Friday with Miguel Colon Jr. Don't forget, you can hear me on Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1 or iHeart or Spotify. Wednesday tonight and Thursday tomorrow. Don't forget, make sure you like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. Please message and support us by clicking on the message or support link in the episode des- description. Words are hard. Try again. Words are hard. We'll <laughs> see you on Friday. Okay, bye.